It was on the back of her head the whole time. This is Malignant Spoilers. Inside the lump, he found teeth and a spinal column. Yes, inside the lump was my twin. The reason I did that bad of a spoiler is because it's worthy of such... It's worthy of the movie, if that makes sense. Mikey, Mikey, does that make sense? Uh, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna put about as much effort into this uh, podcast as uh, James Wan put into structuring *Malignant*. I guess that's what, I, <laughs> which is bare bones. Yeah, the structure is. I mean, we got a real skeleton crew here tonight. It's just me and Mikey tonight. This is the first time since *Last of Us* two pod. Uh, probably. Yeah. Yeah, I always love these. Today, tonight, in the car at your house, Mon Lawn, we are going to be spoiling the 2021 insane movie, uh, Malignant. <laughs> uh, the reason I call yeah. it insane is for the simple fact that this movie was made like 14 years too late. Do you get that vibe, Mikey? This is like a mm. mid-2000s horror thriller procedural mystery yeah uh and it's like about as gross as the hills have eyes and just not nearly as far not not as much grossness to like keep you entertained as the hills have eyes if that's what you're into this uh this was boring at times was it not i feel like it was just boring um the at times is more like a 60 minute stretch <laughs> um, that takes place like there's like 15 minutes in the beginning like it has grabs your attention 60 minutes not much happening and then like the last the movie is only like an hour and 30 minutes or something it's, Dude, it's an hour 51 it's a stretch is it okay it's a little longer than i thought well it's like yeah. 10 minutes of it is like probably credits so it's probably like an hour 45 but it was like 60 straight minutes of not much, very much fun stuff happening on screen. <laughs> and then, and then we just get absolutely ridiculous from there. But well, even the beginning's ridiculous because we start off on this like the asylum on the edge of a cliff is kind of a cool idea. I'll grant you that. Mm-hmm. Like once we get in there, it's just this movie has no idea what it wants to be. I couldn't tell if it was like supposed to be a satire or like a self-aware comedy horror. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree that the setting for the asylum, it's like, oh, okay, this is pretty cool. This is going to be yeah, pretty well, creepy. Yes, it's going to be the business, yeah. Really cool c- scenery. Uh, like, they found a really cool building, too. It's, like, very creepy and dilapidated. And we only spend, like, five minutes in there. <laughs> uh, plus some, like, found footage stuff, I, I would assume. But, yeah, we kind of just abandoned that location. Um, and... Yeah, I don't. I'm looking at, at like IMDb and it says action, crime, horror, mystery, thriller <laughs> <laughs> under all of the categories it's under. And self-aware, it's, <laughs> unself-aware comedy. Yeah, like what? What did you think was comedic about it? Because I I can name one specific thing or effect that I was like, okay, what what are we watching here? Well, like podcaster, you know, Josh always talks about being in safe hands. And unfortunately, by minute three, I realized we're probably not in good hands. Um, when the doctor that looks like Hitchcock from Brooklyn Nine-Nine came running <laughs> up to the other doctor and was like, we can't control Gabriel. It's like he's controlling the machines with his mind. I was like, oh, boy, I'm in for a long hour 51 here. What part like hit you? Where you're like, oh, Jesus. Well, the, th- the thing is, like, the beginning just seems to stand out uh, from the rest of the movie. Like, it's almost a different genre or trying to trying to give off a different feel. Like, it, it Reshoots, does give, possibly? I don't know. I mean, the beginning feels like it's supposed to be more campy, more fun. Yeah. And then we get, like, a tease of, like, some bizarre or horrifying, like, monster thing. Uh, just the tease of it, we don't see it clearly, but it like looks very disgusting and scary. Uh, and so you're kind of like, oh, this is going to be campy, fun, 
Uh, Almost Sam Raimi-like. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. That's exactly what the intro was. There's, It was like the Doc Ock scene in Spider-Man. There's like doctors getting ripped to shreds uh, in that room. Yeah, it, uh, like the reason I even bring up like Sam Raimi like is almost like, you know, Drag Me to Hell, Army of Darkness, Evil Dead Two, kind of like in that campy horror comedy genre. The effects are just very bloody, very over the top, practical very effects. Very over the top, very over the top dialogue, which is cool and fun. If you like, if you stay consistent in that realm. Hmm. And this movie did none of that because the, the thing is, is like I I don't know if we were supposed to like be a part of like what's the like I feel like there's supposed to be a payoff with a twist in this movie, and in the beginning scene you realize like for the rest of the movie there is no twist like when they reveal our main character's like socks and it's very obviously like female legs being dragged over and there's like a monster that's like flailing behind a kind of a blurred um, tarp, I guess you could say, mm-hmm. or curtain. Um, the jig is kind of up from there, is it not? I didn't particularly notice that point uh, that the jig was up, but, I mean, I figured it out fairly quickly. <laughs> like, after, <laughs> I mean, just as soon as you see this thing like start moving around, it's just running backwards, and it has the exact same haircut as the woman. <laughs> So you're like, okay, it's just on the back of her fucking head. And it's like, that is revealed fairly early on, or, or at least that, uh, that reveal of like everything, this, this, how this thing is moving is, is backwards. And you just kind of put two and two together. Yeah. I mean, especially like, okay, she gets her head bashed in by, some of the worst dialogue of a husband I've ever seen in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, especially because he's watching like a UFC fight at three in the afternoon, which is just that peculiar. Scene, that scene see. was also very misleading. It's almost like another genre uh, shift. It doesn't feel like the same as the freak show doctors getting ripped apart in the beginning. No. And it, that's, and that's literally the next scene. Yeah. I, I just didn't get it. And it's like a very violent domestic abuse situation. <laughs> like, I was shocked when she got her head bashed. I was like, holy shit, this movie's going to be pretty messed up. Because it was very violent and out of nowhere. Yeah, it it was violent and out of nowhere. Um, and it just... I don't know, I didn't get it. Like, the the contention... Of like watching a UFC fight at three in the afternoon to going King Henry the Eighth on your wife and saying, Why can't you give me a baby? Um Yeah, that was very dark, very uh gross male behavior in that whole scene. Yeah, and so that's why I wasn't fully on board with like what is all, all of this the camp movie? like left in that scene, like that we had gotten from the first scene. And it was like, ugh, this is Maybe this is not going to be as much fun as we thought. And it's really not a whole lot of fun for the simple fact that, I mean, I'll give James Wan credit because I'm not even sure if he directed this entire movie. It feels like there's a lot of B team, mm-hmm. like doing half of this movie, half the work. Sometimes, like, I'll give him credit for the fact that, you know, turning the house into a maze was really neat. Like those overhead shots. Mm hmm. Of like going through room by room is something I really love that horror horror movies do. I didn't love the fact that it was shipped. I mean, what do you think this was shot in sixteen nine? Uh, like aspect ratio? Oh, I have no idea. I I don't know how. It, it looked like a sixteen nine to me. I wish this was shot in a two one, um, which is like full screen, super wide. You could just see a lot more. Uh, but. <sighs> There's things that are cool, especially the way that the camera moves throughout the stairs in like the initial beginning scenes when the quote unquote intruder is, you know, killing her derelict husband and knocking her out. But other than that, I mean every like murder or like killing from there on is very by the numbers, nothing inventive about it whatsoever. Uh, and very boring. <laughs> it's yeah. just, uh, 
I don't know. Like, let's let's just say what the motivations of Gabriel, this thing in the back of her head, has. Like, he wants to go around and kill everybody that was involved with, like, closing him off and shoving her back into Angelina Jolie's body. <laughs> it's not Angelina Jolie, but... My God, this woman looks exactly like Angelina Jolie, and I thought it was for the longest time, but uh, Gabriel is like a parasitic twin that lives on the back of this woman's body. Yeah, a tumorous parasitic twin that grew, that shares a brain, that grew teeth, that grew these nubby, terrifying arms, and is somewhat like a rib cage. I don't know. I feel like I mean, why are there scenes where we have, like, the lead doctor and then Gabriel's calling beforehand being like, I'm gonna kill you, and then we just get a very boring death scene. You know what I mean? There's, like, nothing suspenseful or inventive about it. It's just like, yeah, hey, I... they It just kind of happens. It's like they kind of want to show us a mystery and have us figure it out and, like... I don't. I don't know. Like they, they're doing weird things with like the the scenes melting around her, and she's watching these murders happen. I thought that was kind of cool, didn't you? Yeah, that's cool, but it doesn't look campy. Like, or, I mean, it's also another <laughs> genre shift. It feels like it's like this is <laughs> now. This is like I don't know a murder mystery or something. Like now we're trying to figure out who this killer is because it's almost like. God, what is it? It almost feels like Scream. Like when he's walking around killing all these people. Now it's like, okay, well, who's the killer? We got to figure out who the killer is. That's why I was kind of confused by like, we're going to kill this person and they're going to kill this person. The simple fact that it starts off campy and there are moments, especially with the detectives, especially with the detectives where you could be like, okay, is this going to be a self-aware like horror comedy? That's like because leaning the detectives in- are so dumb. <laughs> Yeah, like, leaning into, like, the stereotypes and the tropes that we can get with, like, a horror, like, mystery procedural, almost. Mm -hmm. Like, almost like flipping seven on its head. Mm -hmm. Like, that could have been, like, funny. But then you realize, as the movie keeps going, the humor is never going to come, and the self-awareness never, like, it never becomes self-aware. It's just, it's not even campy. It's just bad. Yeah. Uh, I'm confused as to what kind of tone the detectives are supposed to be giving to because they're like serious, but they're also very bad at the job. (laughs) (laughs) And they're like giving access, like they're just letting this woman off of the hook. And she's so very clearly suspect number one. She at one point is like... So very clearly. At one point she's like... And I think it's my imaginary friend Gabriel doing all of this stuff. (laughs) And they're like looking at her like, what the fuck are you talking about, lady? You are insane. And then they don't like, they don't bring her in after that. They just let her free. (laughs) And a woman falls from her fucking ceiling. And it's just insane. Like, even after that point, they're just kind of like... She's not exactly suspect number one, but we got to bring her in just in case. And it's so weird. We have to have her committed like ASAP. Yeah. Like she's straight up Looney Tunes. And I don't know. I mean, one, like one thing that bothered me, especially about this movie was the music in some respect, because we don't know this at the time, but her mom gets kidnapped by Gabriel slash her. Um, and she ends up like in this warehouse. And the thing that was so confusing to me was they start playing like end of the movie, like climax music. Did you notice that? Like when she ends up, you know, what, what as we know by the end of the movie is the attic of this addict of this crazy woman. Um, they start playing like climax end of the music movie. <laughs> and it makes no sense in the context of the film. Also, what is this, this giant fan attic like she has like a steeple and there's like a giant fan that would be visible from the outside like a massive fan at the top of her house i don't understand what that would what purpose that would serve at all 
It just seems it just seems like it's there to throw you off because that would not be on a house. And then this woman falls like 40 feet <laughs> through the roof and lands on a coffee table or something in front of the detectives. That was also another scene that really bothered me. Um, there's some really bad inserts in this movie and you can almost understand why. So they do like this seance with this woman and, you know, she's having these terrible memories of Gabriel and she's in another place and the detectives are starting to get freaked out, yada, yada. But what was really bothersome was after all this happens, they do like this very obviously CGI like rain filter over a zoom in on like downtown Seattle and then we're back to the house again. That's a really clunky insert. And what what would have been a much cooler effect was if they focused on the rain in this movie, like it's raining nonstop and like, you know, they could have stayed in the house and there could have been like dripping water, like from the ceiling. And then that's like when the water gets so profuse because the water, you know, the rain's coming down so hard. That's when the mom comes from the attic. Like that would have been a lot cooler. Don't you think? Anything would have been a lot cooler. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I, it's just boring. Like the only entertaining parts of this movie are the parts with the freak on the, on her back, and not even like the freak running around uh, his own. It becomes an action back. film. Yeah, let's just go to that part because that's the the that's where the movie picks back up again after the sixty oh, minute stretch a whole of nothing. hour and thirty minutes later. Um, yeah, but before we get to that, Mikey, like, I almost just want to bring this up. Just because I don't think James Wan's a bad director. I think he's made some great films. Like, I love the Conjuring movies. And I'll bring this up. I feel like Patrick Wilson and Vera Farmiga almost deserve, like, honorary Oscars for carrying the Conjuring films on their backs. <laughs> because I feel like with good actors all around this movie could have worked better but if you like have bad actors and not already very unsure of itself bad script like this movie had no chance of working uh i just think it's a dumb premise and it's <laughs> i don't know like if you're, the premise is so dumb you have to go campy with it you can't it, it, they try to be serious and it's just so that's, that's a, the per, worst there's a, part there's a fucking parasitic twin killer on the back of her head that cracks through her skull and then takes control of her body and runs around backwards killing everybody it's very dumb you have to be dumb with it i don't think actors aside it doesn't matter you have to go dumb with it because it's so so stupid um and they try to go serious with it and a lot of people on twitter love it for some reason i i don't don't understand people are bored I think people are just bored and they they just want content. There's no way they think this is a good movie. Um, I think it would be fun to watch with friends. I think if that's how they're experiencing it, I think that's fun because it's definitely dumb and absolutely ridiculous at the cop police station or whatever fight scene. Um, that is probably pretty fun to watch with friends. Okay, Mikey, let me hit you with this then. Say they never cut the cancer out and say that Gabriel is just like full formed, like body alien on the back of this woman's head. And like, that's what we get the entire movie. Okay, now that is a different movie. And that is more like, okay, let's go crazy. Let's let's go crazy. She's like the the thing. Like, Gabriel is crawling around and she's like on the back of his his back and she's just like flopping around. And yeah, and he's going around like eating people or whatever, and she's just like experiencing all of these murders, like as a. But let's as, make like, this. Let's make Gabriel foul-mouthed and hilarious. What voice do you give Gabriel if he's foul-mouthed and hilarious at the same time? Uh, uh, putty. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Crunk. <laughs> By all accounts, it doesn't make sense. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, geez, that's a good one. I would, 
I think Martin Short would be hilarious. <laughs> Just like something that would make your skin crawl while it's like ripping you apart and I would assume eating you. Let's make it really gross. Like, and also you could still have like the action in there, but I just think, first off, the detective actors, oof, I know they probably didn't have the greatest material, but good God. Like, yeah, that was, that was a difficult watch, but after trudging like an hour 20 through this movie, it actually gets kind of interesting. What do you think of the action scenes in this movie, especially like in the prison and then in like kind of like the police office area um i mean yeah they're choreographed fine i guess and it is pretty interesting because this thing is uh, a person moving backwards Mm -hmm. fighting people backwards so it is like very interestingly choreographed and kind of uh fun to look at but I mean, it is also so ridiculous looking that (laughs) it's like, it's a person punching people backwards, kicking people backwards. It's so goofy looking. Uh, And I don't know. I don't know if they go campy enough with it. I don't know if they, because everything surrounding it is just um, trying to take itself so seriously. And when we get into like the cop uh, office area or whatever, it's like the fucking Matrix. That thing is like dodging Dude, bullets. Blown. And it, it is so fucking insane. He's like doing parkour and snapping necks and doing It looks like John, if John Wick was a demon. Yeah, but also like they sliced off Angelina Jolie's face and slapped it on the back of John Wick's head and covered it up with like a turtleneck. It's so fucking stupid. Did you see that effect? Yeah. That, was, that took me out of the movie immediately. Oh, that took you out of the movie? That's the part? <laughs> I, I, but it looks like a paper mache head just floating on the back of this person, this this stunt guy's head. He's a stunt guy doing parkour and shit, and he's got like a paper mask on the back of his head. Or digital... I don't know, it's, it's so stupid looking. I don't know. We'll have to show it or something. Yeah, I mean... It's not a great... Also, the fact that... I mean... Right? Like, when Gabriel starts, like, moving backwards, you're like, oh, okay, I get it. Like, you have to be a genius to, like, figure this out. Especially, like, when he's stabbing people, like, in a backwards motion. Mm-hmm. Like, sure, that's cool. Like, the off, like the jail scene looked cool. Like, if the entire movie was, like, the jail scene, that's one thing. But this is, like, five genres, like, and, like, this giant burrito that tastes like shit. The jail scene is probably more like, I mean, it's, it's kind of hilarious. Like the care, the, the other women in the cell are like getting the shit shit beat out of them. Every one of them is a hooker. (laughs) And they're kind of being funny, just getting the shit kicked out of them. And I don't know, like they're making crazy faces and like shoving each other in front of, it's kind of comedic at times. Oh, 100%. And also... I mean, one thing that was, I thought was kind of, I mean, I know how, one thing that was kind of funny was Gabriel just tosses this one woman aside and you're like, okay, maybe he just wants to get to the bad one. Nope. Next random one. He puts his whole arm through like the mm-hmm. stomach of one, like, like the discretion of killing and not killing. I thought was hysterically funny. <laughs> and keep in mind that this is technically still this, just this woman. She's just now. Uh, being controlled by Gabriel at this point. And I don't want to sound like I'm just completely dumping on this movie, but I'm trying, like, if you haven't seen this movie, I'd say don't watch it. Or just watch it to be like, wow, they weren't lying. There really is a thousand different genres in this film. But, Mikey, doesn't this film seem incredibly dated? Like, it belongs, like, it came out, like, the same year as The Grudge. Uh, (laughs) Uh... It doesn't feel like a 2021 movie. Uh, I don't know, man. Not a lot of stuff feels like a 2021 movie these days, but yeah, I can see what you're saying. Um, it's just, uh, the concept just so goofy. Like, I don't, I think I feel like horror now would either just lean 
so far in, into like, yeah, we're going to be campy or yeah, we're going to take us seriously like hereditary. Yeah. And this is still like kind of split the split the difference between the, between the two and not doing it very well. I feel like. Yeah, it didn't do it great. And like the reason I said it was kind of dated, I feel like, man, I feel like this belongs like along with like, remember that movie Darkness Falls with like the Tooth Fairy? Mm-hmm. There was like Darkness Falls. They did a movie of the Boogeyman. What was that one movie called where this family bought a farmhouse like in Kansas and there was like a dead family like haunting them? I remember that movie. I feel like it like it belongs like kind of like right in that window of films. This doesn't I don't know, this film just this movie just seems like dated in my mind. Like this got shelved for thirteen years. <laughs> shelved for fourteen years, and then they just decided to make it because they had no content. I mean, can you see why people like it or no? Do you see any reason why people would like it? I mean, there are things that are cool about it. I personally don't like it because I feel like if you're going to go like campy horror, go to the 80s, man. Go to the 90s. You know, the early to mid 2000s, like homage to, I think is a strange play. Like, I feel like if they would have leaned into the 80s, put like a film grain over it and taken out like the procedural procedural like mystery thriller aspect of it. I feel like it could have worked in my in my opinion. Yeah, just give me more freak. I need to see that freak a lot more and <laughs> need more gore if you're gonna go with gore. Cause it, I mean the violence they have in this movie is pretty violent. Uh it's just like there's like five minutes of it total. So it's pretty boring throughout the rest of the thing. I wanna see I don't know. I don't know. Uh, five minutes is underselling it. There's more than five minutes of like gore and violence and stuff in this movie, but it just seems like it's... It's not a scary movie, is it? No, it's not scary at all. That's the thing. Is like It's not a scary... I wouldn't call it a horror movie in any... No. Maybe those two scenes where it's like the found footage, that's a pretty creepy scene. I would have loved if the whole movie was a lot like that. The found footage yeah. and the asylum or whatever and the beginning scene i would see say those two are the horror scenes in the in the movie but i wouldn't call it a horror movie at all really yeah give me more asylum like definitely give me more like teal green weirdness i always think teal green looks great it looks uh, really good on film um like he was that one video game you love where there it's a city underwater bioshock bioshock it's like they should almost lead into more of like a Bioshock type weirdness. I don't know. I feel like if you're going to go weird like this, go full weird. Because one thing that's inexcusable to me, it works in animes, but the whole like get angry to overcome the villain in a film, I always think sucks. Don't you? That. They don't explain it. That last where she finally gets the enough brain power to to overtake Gabriel in her, own, in her own mind and create a prison in her mind. Yeah. That was extremely cheesy and very dumb looking. Use the force. <laughs> oh God. And she, she is delivering some lines in a very painful way. Um, she's like, we share the same brain Gabriel or something. She says something <laughs> stupid like that. And then another line, like when she's lifting that, that hospital bed she's like it was my body the whole time if he could do it so could i oh jesus and she then deadlifts a fucking hospital bed off of her sister (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but it's the scene in her brain where she's like imprisoning gabriel is so stupid looking uh it's just it's just a soundstage, like a blank soundstage, dark soundstage with like a singular light and like a wall uh, of prison bars. At least make it rain in there. Make it interesting. Do something. It looks so cheap. Something. It looks so cheap. And I guess, I don't know, maybe they were running out of budget or something or I, I don't know. You got to make it look different than what it was. It just looked like a, a high school play stage. It looks so cheap. 
And it did. The dialogue she was giving Gabriel was very not good either. <laughs> Especially when he was like, you can't keep me in here forever. And the next thing she says is, I know I'll be ready. It's like, Ugh. like, please don't like, set up a sequel. <laughs> and they did. They set up a sequel. Did you see that light flicker? Cause apparently he has electrical powers somehow. I, somehow he was granted that through his freak parasitic. Twin. Yeah. Somehow a, a tumor is also telekinetic. So we're good there. Um, but why? Like, uh, this movie's so frustrating. Part of me wishes that she just would have been wearing a hoodie the whole time, and we heard Gabriel like screaming at her, like through her brain, like the <laughs> entire time, almost like Venom. You know what I mean? I wish at like some point he just like ripped off of her body. She dies, and like he's and now. she's running. He's just running around. Yeah, he's just running around <laughs> killing people. Like, let's get fucking. If you're gonna do this get fucking weird with it do something like she's the second half she's basically just backwards it's like well she's not even acting that's technically not her we don't need her she's i mean not offering anything she's delivering lines terribly no offense i'm sorry lady i don't know what james wan direction was but let's get fucking weird with it (laughs) i mean i don't know she's kind of pointless in the second half Really pointless. None of the cops are but, shooting her either. She needs to be blown away. She's tech, she's going around slicing and dicing people. How is she dodging bullets? I know Gabriel's powerful, but you're dodging bullets at this point, dude. Like, like, come on. Doesn't make any sense. No, and the scene with like the police office, like where you know it's just like full matrix. It reminded me of um, the church scene in The Kingsman. Yes. Or Kingsman. Yeah, the way it's filmed is very similar. Very similar, but Kingsman's just better. You know what I mean? Oh, the, the a church thousand scene is times just better. better. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's, it's not really. It's just better. Yeah, it doesn't look stupid. No, and. Mikey, did you ever, like, go to, like, Blockbuster or Hollywood Video as a kid or rent movies on Friday nights that go to the theater? Yes. You know, did you ever have it with your parents or your parents, like, look at you would be like, okay, you get to pick one. And then, like, we'll all watch it. Yes. It was, like, such an important thing that you picked the right one and not something bad. Because you would always remember that you, like, picked the bad one. I feel like this movie would be in that realm of, like, okay, you get to pick one. Someone picks Malignant. And everybody's like, oh, this sucks. <laughs> you don't get a pick next week. <laughs> you don't get a pick next week. Exactly. Like, like at, our, at the video store around the corner from us... Like, the big release always had an entire wall. You know what I mean? Like, it was like Titanic had an entire wall. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, in its time, I don't know, maybe it was on the downslope at this point, but Transformers, like, had an entire wall. I feel like Malignant had, like, half a wall. And, the you know, if, like, my mom, like, went up to the person and said, like, what do you think of this movie? The guy working the counter, I feel like it would just be like, uh, I wouldn't I wouldn't take this one. Well, let me ask you this. What did you see? Did you see any marketing for this? Because I saw like one very short trailer and it did not look like this at all. Maybe that was the twist was the marketing. What did you um, did you see anything? I saw like I watch a lot of like YouTube shows. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I watch a lot of podcasts on YouTube and one of the banner ads was like for Malignant and I think one of the I think one of the uh, like quotes like in the banner was like from like the terrifying mind of James Wan. You're like, oh, okay, cool. And what? Just like the poster with the the yeah, the it red. had a neat poster. The poster is great. I love the poster. It's trying to do a Suspiria thing. Yeah, I mean something. But first of all, that's the f- that's the first twist. It's not like Suspiria at all. <laughs> there are some scenes where it tries to stylize itself with the red and blue lighting. Uh, it tries very hard. It doesn't pull it off very well. Um, but it, it it tries incredibly hard, and surprisingly, the original Suspiria had better dialogue than this movie. Uh, <laughs> that that's like that's saying I, something. I, I'm I'm being serious when I say that. But uh, yeah, it's just a. I don't know, this movie didn't work for me. Like In parts, it worked for me. As a whole, this movie didn't work. This is what I call a YouTube movie, which is like 
watch the cool like five minutes or ten minutes of scenes on YouTube, and you don't need to watch the rest. So kind of like uh, the Last Jedi. You get that feeling? Um, after watching it, I don't. I wouldn't watch. I would if somebody was like, "Hey, watch this on YouTube." And they no, were like, hey, yeah. it's a guy fighting people backwards, murdering everybody. It's like, I don't care enough to even YouTube that. So I wouldn't <laughs> I wouldn't watch this movie again, is what I'm saying. And if I knew what it was about before, I probably wouldn't have watched it in the first place. Because it was to me, it looked like almost like, oh, this is like uh, maybe demons or some sort of possession type movie or something mm-hmm. or like ghost or none of the running backwards slicing people any of that crazy shit was in the marketing that I saw I just saw a woman get kicked through a door red and blue lighting that kind of shit and what I got was the twist of oh this is a dumb <laughs> this is a much dumber concept than what I thought it was I think this movie could have saved itself at one part that just made me would have lose it and turned the entire movie on its head. When the sister is driving to like the uh, to the asylum on the cliff, mm-hmm. she in the dark with no lighting parks perfectly at the edge of this cliff. Part of me <sighs> wishes she just would have driven straight off the <laughs> cliff, and that would have been her story arc, and this would have turned the entire movie on its head. In a brilliant way. <laughs> Trying to find the evidence, thinking she's going to solve the riddle. <laughs> she's going to she crack just... the case. Because y- y- anyone who's driving out there can't see. Oh, this asylum is... Maybe that's why it got shut down, because it's in a it's an OSHA hazard. <laughs> like People were just driving off yeah, the cliff. Too, too many of the patients had just wandered off of the cliff. <laughs> I mean, I think that improves the movie considerably. Uh, but it, I don't know, this movie's a whole, you know, burrito stuffed of strange ingredients that just don't go together. Uh, before we get into yes or no's, Mikey, do you have anything else that stood out to you? Or you kind of want to comment on? Mm, what do you think of, uh, Gabriel's face? Like, what did you think of, like, to me, I feel like the best part was the found footage scene, just because that was like the most entertaining, and I've actually felt like, ooh, this could, maybe this will turn it all around. Maybe this is, because it was disturbing to me. I felt like I thought that was the best part of the movie. Yeah, I like anything with the with like the camcorder VCR type stuff. I liked a lot, um, even when. You know, Maddie as a young girl is like talking to Gabriel through a phone mm-hmm. and he was, she's like, you know, I won't hurt, you know, hurt the baby or whatever, or I'm not going to hurt the baby. Like, that's pretty chilling. Mm-hmm. Um, even with her standing with a knife over like her pregnant mom was chilling. The found footage stuff I thought too was great. Lean into that something. Cause you know, seeing Gabriel as like a tumor that's like screaming. That reveal like, was tr- cool. I thought like it, very it, disturbing. It was a cool reveal. I liked that a lot. Um, just the rest of the movie, I didn't think gelled a lot with it. You know, I can always say, I wish, I wish, I wish. Get more thing with it, man. Like have mm-hmm. Gabriel like rip himself off of Maddie's head and have her die. Mm-hmm. And have him like spider around like the thing, something. Do something interesting with it. Because uh, I thought Gabriel as like that. You he's know, just another guy. He's just like. He's like a ninja. It's like, well, that's. I'm not scared of. He's a ninja. <laughs> he's just a ninja mm-hmm. with a horrifying face and he moves backwards. I, it's a lot. It just. That is not a scary concept. It's like, make him fucking terrifying. Make him the parasitic tumor monster that he is. Don't make him a man. Or even go like American Werewolf in London with it. You know that transformation? Like, that's always a super famous transformation. Like, have Gabriel transform out of this lady's skull. Mm-hmm. And do it through, like, teeth coming through the skull. Yeah, give us a whole fucking disgusting scene where he's disgusting, just, like, shedding her or something. Like, legendary scene where he's legitimately coming out of her and she's in pain, blood through the eyes, like, convulsing. Like, give us a really 
like in-depth famous scene. I think that could have landed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I don't know. I don't think a, a whole lot stuck with this movie. Like the ideas, like if you're going to lean into a certain trope or a certain genre, lean into the genre. Don't, you know, go racing around. Okay, we're going to do this here. We're going to do this here. We're going to do this here. And then we're going to try it connect, try to connect it all. Cause it just doesn't work. It feels really shallow at that point. Yeah. I don't think a monster movie needs to be a mystery. It's like, he's a, he's a monster. Make him a monster. And that's the thing we have to kill. Or, I mean, this movie could have even worked as a procedural horror. You know, two cops trying to bust the case, you know, with better actors, obviously. And, you know, they start undabbling this, end up going through this crazy thing. That could have been interesting. Like, make a procedural horror, you you know. Like, with the acting of the detectives, you know what it reminded me of? It reminded me of, um, remember, like, in Forgetting Sarah Marshall, where Sarah Marshall's like on these awful TV shows and they show like clips of it. <laughs> yeah. Like that's what it reminded me of. Like with Billy Baldwin being like, it's going to be hard for her to enter the beauty contest without a face. Like, you know, just little stuff like that. Yeah, that's what the acting of the detectives reminded me of. That's why I thought, okay, we we're going to get a self-aware, like campy thriller with tons of hilarious tropes. And we never got any of it. Yeah. The cops, oh, well, that final hospital scene, they're pretty much like, not in the last scene he gets like the killer is carrying around this ridiculous weapon that is like an award that says excellence (laughs) on it it's fucking stupid he like rips it apart and sharpens it it's very dumb and then he throws it at this cop the cop gets like struck in the shoulder he doesn't return to the movie he's like no he's thrown out out into the hallway and everything else is resolved uh he's not even around for the next Five minutes. Which that detective and our main character's sister had an unspoken sexual chemistry that was very weird. <laughs> I, yeah, for some reason that had to be hinted about throughout the entire movie. To the point where she wanted him to change his verdict on her sister yeah. because they had an unspoken love. Um, yeah, it just... I mean, and he was, like, going along with it. Made him seem like an incompetent cop. A bad cop. When it's, like, so clearly this woman this is, is supposed to be like our, This is supposed to be our hero cop. Yeah. Not exactly sure like, what like the f- they were trying... What purpose they were trying to fulfill. Because they're really not relevant. Like, the female cop is supposed to be, like, the doubter detective. That, you know, varied by the numbers. Been on, you know, a thousand cases. You know, he's a little younger... He's willing to dabble into the mysterious. But he's willing to take a chance on this on these women because he believes yeah. them. He believes their story. I do but love when they get the chair thrown at them by Gabriel. They just get that fucking was pretty awesome. smacked. <laughs> Gabriel yeets a chair, a hardwood chair from like 30 feet and cracks him in the head. Incredible. Tom Brady couldn't hit them with his chair. Like he hurls it. And that's why I'm saying like lean into the comedy. Like that was all, almost comedic. Yeah, am I supposed to laugh at that? Because it was fucking hilarious. Uh, but and then he just w- runs off. He doesn't even even try to kill them or anything. After that, he just walks out the door. <laughs> it's stupid. Like I, I mean, even the creeper from Jeepers Creepers had a little bit of comedy to him. Like he even had a little bit, you know, comedic, you know, beats here and there. Gabriel yeah, never had Gabriel, any of give it. Give me a little yes and. Like, work with me here, dude. Give me some improv. Give me something here. (laughs) And also, like, the detective chases Gabriel in a very stylized chase, which I thought was cool. It was shot cool. But, you know, he's going from chasing Gabriel through these, you know, crazy places. He obviously realizes that, like, you know, our main character isn't the killer. He spotted the person. And yeah, he's trying to, he arrests her then like five minutes later, never questioning that he just had an interaction with a demon. I mean, why, why put in the, the police work when you could. Yeah. That's too much paperwork. Yeah. Apparently. Tough so to explain. Mikey, I'll let you go first. Let's get into our yes or no's. Uh, I mean, obviously it's a no. I mean, you can watch it if you want. It, it's pretty goofy. I'm sure it'd be fun to watch with your friends or whatever, but 
after I've already watched it, I, I mean, I, I don't know what I would say with my friends. It's pretty dumb. I don't think I could sit through it again, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> um, and I'm not the biggest James Wan fan, but I know a lot of people are. And I wouldn't say this is his best. I would say the Conjuring movies are much better than this. And I don't think this deserves a sequel, but they're really setting it up to be a sequel, I think. And God, I don't know. It's a, it's fine to like whatever movie you want. People are going nuts for this on Twitter. I just didn't understand it. So I asked Stevie if he had watched it because he commented on my letterbox and I asked him what he thought about it. And we decided to do this podcast on it because it's the hot, hot movie on Twitter for like this week. Uh, but I just didn't have a lot of fun with it and I thought it was very dumb. Um, and I was, the twist is the marketing, the mar- to me, the marketing is the big twist, not what I thought it was going to be at all. So I give it a no. Yeah. I mean, I'm a, I like some of James Wan's movie. I mean, wh- what a way to start with saw first off dead silence. Wasn't the worst movie ever made, but you ever, you ever see death sentence with Kevin Bacon? Uh, what's that one? Uh, Kevin Bacon's son, uh, who's like this all-American hockey player oh, on a scholarship. Does he get killed? But, yeah, he gets killed at a gas station. And By like gang Kevin members Bacon, or something? What's that? By like gang members or something? Yeah. Yeah, that movie's fucked up. That's a good movie. <laughs> that is a good movie, though. That movie works. Yeah. You know, then to go to Insidious, to The Conjuring, like... Those are solid movies. Aquaman, I didn't care for. Like, the acting in this movie is beneath Aquaman. So take that as what you will. <laughs> um, yeah, I just feel like James Wan's movies, they're very stylized. Uh, need actors to really carry, like, strong actors to carry them. This didn't have it. Uh, the plot was, I mean, the concept is cool in theory. Execution, it was not cool. Uh, and I saw this movie twice and I don't care to watch it ever again. You know, if you loved it, good on you. was not my cup of tea. As someone who, you know, lived through the mid-2000s horror scene because my sister always got them from the video store, you could always spot the good ones and the bad ones. Um, this would be on the list where we would just go, ugh, that, was, that wasn't the best. <laughs> so I will give this a no and leave it at that. As I said, though, Twitter is going nuts for it. You know, I think it has a pretty high score in Rotten Tomatoes, like 76% on critics. I think it's only 50% horror, with audience, though. I mean, for horror, that's pretty good. Yeah. But um, there is much, much, much better horror out there than this movie. If you're starved for content, watch it, I guess. But go with very, very minimal expectations. So I will give this a no. Two no's. Yeah, it's it's. I mean, it's it's what the movie deserves. It, it just it's not great. Just too much in there to be a consistent film. So, uh, yeah, that's two notes from us, Mikey. Do you have anything to announce? To announce? Yeah, about the pod. Uh, well, we just had Thief came out. Uh, oh, Thief so just released. Good. That was fun. Listen to that. That was good. Um, it's spooky spoiler season. We're going to be doing the ring pretty soon. It's exciting, isn't it? It's a spooky season is always a great time. Uh, Spooky season is always a great time. I'm confused. I'm anxious to see if Brett is a part of the ring. Just going to take the month off, you think? Well, I mean, I'm not going to speak for Brett. Hey, we don't got to watch any Brett movies. That'd be, that's nice. No Brett movies. That's nice. No <laughs> Brett movies. That is nice. But, I mean, we know what his big fears are. I'm not going to announce them on here, but we know what his big fears Spiders. are. Spiders. Spiders. <laughs> Arachnids of sorts, yes. Um, <laughs> but it Specifically makes me wonder eight why legs. Do- Anything with six legs, fine. Eight legs, specifically. Yeah. Eight legs, too much. But it makes you wonder why he doesn't do the rings. I mean, yeah, that girl crab walks, I guess. But... I haven't I mean, seen that movie in a while, so... That movie's like, a real estate drama, dude. It's not very scary. It, it's a drama about real estate. A lot of uh, housing foreclosures. A lot, lot of, of deeds. <laughs> yeah, a lot of contracts being signed. 
Yeah, a lot of contracts, a lot of deeds to be signed, a lot of heirs, also, you know, passing on to this person. Also kind of a horror movie that wouldn't be relevant today. I'm like, nobody's got a VCR. I mean, what, are they going to burn it to yeah, DVD? Who, yeah, who would that kill? What's going to go? I mean, who's popping in a, a VHS anymore? When you think about it, the ring might have killed the VHS industry. I, I would say so. I mean, I haven't seen nope. any VHSs released since the ring. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know if the ring was released on VHS. That seems why? Why is it on VHS? Like, weren't we already past that when that movie came out? Weren't we already on the DVDs? I feel like when that movie came out, the VHS DVD combo was all the rage. Did that movie take place? When did that movie? When does that movie take place? I guess we'll get there when we get there. But oh one, oh two, maybe. It's just such an odd technology to tie the the horror to. Like it's already on its way out. Like just stop watching VHSs. I guess or don't plug in that CRT DVD VHS combo TV. And I'll say this, like, if you weren't alive, like, for it, The Ring was a crazy phenomena. I don't know like, why. It was strange, but it was all the rage. And Gore Verbinski is the director, which I promise you, I'm going to announce this on every pod I can. We're going to be doing Mouse Hunt this Christmas. It is what I think is one of the classic films of the 20th century. So just be on the lookout for that. Uh, and as always... Um, you know what? We're going to save our new patron listener message uh, from Brother Ellis for the next episode that we do. And, um, you know, I always say this. Subscribe to our Patreon, our Patreon if you want. Uh, support us, uh, you know, by giving us donations monthly, one time. Or you can support us just by listening for free as much as you want. That's always awesome, too. Any listen's a great listen. Uh, thank you for listening. I'm your host, Stevie. Mikey, also one of my favorite people to always pod with. Uh, Thank you, and that was spoilers. Special thank you to our patrons. Matt Troll, Brother Brian, Druid King, Nick, The Meg, David, Nurse Stacy, Brother Ellis. If you'd like to request an episode, hear your name read by Spoiler Man, or even just help us make podcasts, please check us out on patreon.com slash spoilers podcast. That was spoilers.